If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Say Things, episode 123, pre-TI-10 edition. As you can see, hello, Cinderin is not in the same room as me. This is a green screen. A really, you were wearing a green shirt earlier. I guess you changed out to this amazing <laughs> present that you can't see right now. Hey. On the screen. There you go. Shannon brought me a shirt. Look at that. Well, Sajidine did technically. She uh, isn't here. She sent it with a courier. Yeah. Call it Suns fan. The ugliest courier known. That this I would not sell well in the Dota Two store. Got here. Imagine you as a courier. Your face on a courier. The psycho face. Just yeah. a do- just a dog courier, and then it has a human face. Okay, think? sure. That would be a best. You can pitch that to Valve. I'm sure they'll love it. Uh, so yeah, as you can tell, this is going to be a bit of a scut. Last time we did two, like we duplicated the camera, and we got so many complaints. So now we're gonna do it with one camera and one blank, and see how many people complain about that. I'm sure it's going to be just as many. So looking forward to that. All right. I might just say the second camera looks great. Better than the usual. I know YouTube. I know YouTube comments. They're going to be like, "It's great. The right camera looks awesome." Yeah, right. it's all right. It's going to get two hundred upvotes, whatever that's called, likes on YouTube. <laughs> upvotes on upvotes, YouTube. Close enough. Uh, all right, let's let's start with our inbruched here, and uh, we'll talk about what this episode's going to be about. So, thank you to our friends, Vincent Darksea. Sind, have you beat Dark Souls 3 legit, or did you use a dex build? He answered that last week. Semper Pi, Hakuna Matata, the guy in the chair, Commander Donut, please help me, I'm imprisoned in Suns Fan's hotel room. Oh, he actually updated it. Red Sheeran, Chakar, accidental fap after Googling Centaur Maiden videos, but forgetting to add <laughs> Dota 2. That's actually a really good one. <laughs> the uh, Mega Pope. In Romanian, you pronounce Romania as Romania, T-I in New Zealand. Thank you. Oh. For a great trivia. Zan Xavier, Nate Thicko Zero on Hamscroats, Bacon, and the secret to never losing a Dota game is to play butt naked, wearing nothing else than a Viking helmet and a pair of Jordan 1s. Have you tried that? I don't own Jordan 1s, so no. Is that is that a type of sports shoes or a type of running shoes? You know what I mean? Are they indoor shoes or outdoor shoes? Outdoor they're shoes. basketball shoes. Oh, so they actually are basketball shoes. Okay. Michael Jordan. I know, but it could. Are you sure been. you know? Yeah, I think he's he was. Uh, I think oh. he was good, right? Yeah. All right, go finish this off. It's a male player, right? Okay. It's called Michael. It was a, just a shot in the dark. Shark TM Onion the dog Novi Panda Dop Nothing to see here underscore the nine hour purge video that follows a monstrous patch is Ben Broomhead's religion. Pitch black wooden aftertaste done talk. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Anonymous, now buying my friendship with Cinnarin for 30 USD. Good choice. It's pretty cheap when you think about it. Maybe we should up the price. <laughs> uh, Peter, help. I have I have had that Dota feeling stuck in my head all week and evening. Wow, this one's actually not a fact about giraffes. It's a fact very, about him. Very interesting. That is actually true. You're welcome, Peter. 
Uh, Perkadurk, can't wait for Sunstern at TI. I love you guys. We love you too, Perkadurk. Yes, thank you so much, friends. Um, you know, I was thinking, we're in we're in Sindarin's hotel room, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you show the thing that was given to us? Oh, should I should I show this? Yeah. Okay. We every all the talent. All right, he hasn't unwrapped it, so it's gonna be obnoxiously loud. Let's see if we can. It's oh, yeah. a goodie bag of very unhealthy. <laughs> like basically, I'm on a diet, or I was, and then I entered Romania, and it's no longer because it's just chocolate and chocolate and chocolate. Yeah, it's basically it's really nicely arranged. It's like this nice little basket, little basket, this nice basket, yeah. like. Probably 80 centimeters wide. That's two and a half feet and a bit. Two and a half feet, yeah. two inches. Sure. Filled with all sorts of different goodies. And then straw in the bottom. Oh, you know what? Can you, you, can you give me this? No. I want to eat one of these right what now. What is that? It's really good. I ate my entire... That's not an answer. That's the only thing I ate out of my bag so far, and it was really good. Missing from this bag is uh, a little... What do you call that? Do you call it a plate of chocolate or a bar? Do you know what I mean? A hundred gram, like, where you just break off bits. They have that. Yeah, I've eaten that already. So it's missing from the bag. <laughs> What's, uh, what do you call that? Do you call that a plate or a bar? It's definitely not a plate. Yeah, that's a bar. A bar of chocolate. So it's missing It's missing a bar and it's missing this, which is almost done as well. So this one, Moulat and Petit Jean. I'm going to eat it. Little Jean. This wasn't part of the episode. This is a... Uh... You don't care if I eat your shit, do you? You want one? I don't know. I'm on camera. I can't say that. Do you want one? I guess. What What are they? It's like these little cake thingies. Oh, my God. Filled with chocolate. Do you have oh napkins? Oh, my God. These are really good. We're doing this from my room, by the way, so I have to do all the cleaning. Wait, so what are they filled with? Mmm. Mmm. Filled with chocolate? Or probably Nutella? I don't know. What is it? That's not chocolate. What are you talking about? Wait, yours is different than mine. You're right. It's a type of fruit. This jelly. is a fruity thing. Mine was chocolate. Wait, is there a different one? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, you're. I was wondering because this is a different color than mine. Mmm. Well, oh, just different filling. What's what really filling? Mmm. It's like big. Is it big? It might. Act. I think you're right. Mmm. Yours is actually better than mine. Holy shit. Well, if you hadn't eaten all yours, we could trade. You have a napkin. Um, this is the best opening we've had, I think. You want toilet paper? If that's all you got. Kleenex would be preferable. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the the last week, essentially, as we usually do. And then we're going to go uh, do predictions for TI. So, good stuff. And, of course, you probably have already noticed, but we didn't want to stream this because we're very busy. And streaming it takes a lot of work. Cinderin streams six days a week, and he's really proud of himself. Five to six. He thinks he's not lazy. Five to six. Five to we six ha- days. We had a relatively long discussion about whether I'm lazy or not. <laughs> and I thought about it a bit more, and I think I'm a little bit more lazy than I said to you. Okay, But I'm still not bit. as lazy as you claimed. You claimed I was lazy beyond belief. <laughs> Jenkins, Which is not true, but I am lazy. I know people that are lazier than you. Really? Like Jenkins. Oh, wait, I can't say really if I claim that I'm not super lazy. So, yeah, who is it? Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah. Hmm. Also a terrible human being, but that's you seem to gravitate toward lazy people to work with. It's a very interesting choice because it makes me feel less lazy because I am really lazy myself. So, 
Right. So it's like when you take a picture for a dating app and you make sure to take it with an ugly friend so you look good. Yeah. That's how you do with work. Yeah. You work would, with lazy people yeah. so you look productive. I would take a picture with Jenkins for yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, okay. Unless he shaves his head, then he's a beautiful man. Oh. That's never going to happen. Have you Photoshopped that? Or how do you know? Anything is an improvement. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely anything is an improvement. Uh, by the way, he's still banned on our channel, thanks to you. <laughs> uh, you were so you were streaming the last episode as you usually do, and Jenkins was in chat, and I was like, I'll ban him, and I permaban him, and I forgot about it. So he meets us here, and he's like, Shannon, I'm still banning your channel. You didn't reach out at all. Uh, banned for a week. That's good shit. Okay. Uh, I'm not unbanning him. So let's get started with the episode. Uh, first things first. The TI Compendium was released, so we weren't sure what to expect. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it wasn't going to be... Well, I shouldn't say obviously. We didn't think that we were going to do anything like super ham in terms of uh, trying to make money or whatever. And that's right. not really the... I mean, that's basically true. But the Compendium comes with uh, our talent autographs. Is this meant to be showing right now? No, it's, it's not meant to be showing. Okay. No. Thanks for mentioning that. No problem. We're we're all about the audio listeners. Until we get to the predictions, then it's not about the audio listeners anymore. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Valve reached out to us because typically uh, they do autographs, which I've talked about on the show with TI4 being the first time. Uh, that was a little messy, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. uh, but each year they've done it. And the workshop obviously is a way different place. But something that they added this time is voice lines. So everybody submitted three voice lines. And they got one in. So I told this story before as well. Uh, when I did the four Zoomers pack, they asked for 10 voice lines and they would choose three. And I'm like, what's the point of that? I want, I can't make 10 amazing ones. I can make three and they can choose from that. Right. So that included two things that got in and the belch. And then with the belch, they said no. So then I just replaced it with something else. Like, so I figured I'd go with the same strategy. So they wanted three voice lines. They pick one. I sent two. One of them was called Suns Fan Voice One .mp3. It was the belch again, so I made sure that they had to listen to it again. They denied it, and they put it, <laughs> and they put in my my old man voice. So what was yours again? I submitted one where I was saying, uh, "Hey, winning's fun. You should try it." It's yeah. like an all chat taunt. I guess they didn't like that because it was a taunt, and mm -hmm. we definitely don't have taunts in the game. Uh, the second one was me sounding like a chicken, which was really good, but we already have a chicken sound. So that one actually makes sense. I forgot to think about that. Mm. And then the third one I sent in was me just going, uh, 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 what? And that one made it in. Great. So I got that one. Well done. Which is great. They're all amazing, by the way. They you should are. definitely grab our autographs. And I remember, you need level five to get the sound. All right. Slacks is, is I mean, his, his is the usual stuff. I have to give a shout out to, first of all, Lacoste. He does a Selimene song, which yeah, is that's beautiful. Good. That's good. And my personal favorite is Coddle Guy, Dakota. Uh, what did he, it's like. Voice chat wheel line. Voice chat wheel line. That's probably the best one. I can't believe they put that in. It's like so when you good. think about it. It's so good. I'm, it's so. I'm jealous. I'm actually. surprised that one got put in. Not because it's not good, but because it's like unlike Valve to put right. that in, I think. I was surprised. Right. Uh, okay. So with that blog post, obviously with the compendium, which I guess we can talk about a bit, you get, you can upgrade. I, I wish I had Dota open right now. But, I have it over oh, here. Oh, you do. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so with it, you get the talent stuff that we already talked about. You get player cards, which were kind of already in the game uh, with the fantasy stuff as well, which we won't really discuss since that's been kind of a mainstay every year. But as you predict stuff correctly, 
there's not that many ways to act like you can't buy ways to upgrade your compendium right but with it you get chests and the chests are technically recycled sets but they're made golden and black to fit the theme and they're actually most of them are at least like were quite good, especially the Dazzle is one of them. I think Legion Commander is the best, just because I really like the color scheme on that hero. Okay. We're not going to go through every I, step. I think we're not going to rate these, all of them, no. No. But LC is definitely the best, like you said. And go back. What's the What else was in the Compendium again? So as you upgrade, there's, I mean, it, it doesn't scale. Like, uh, that's why I'm saying, like, it's not a true moneymaker so per se. Loading screens. It's basically loading screens and treasures. That's everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the better you predict, the more treasures you get. I don't know if these items are tradable, if they are in general or when, but, uh, pretty cool stuff. So with that, uh, in addition to that, I mean, the short film contest has been narrowed down to, I believe it's 10 videos. Am I mistaken in that? It might've been more actually. Maybe it was like 20. I think it's 10. It was 10 last year. I think they showed all 10 on stream, right? Right. I, I'm actually pretty sure it's more than 10 because oh. I remember going through them. Anyway, okay. uh, there's some really good submissions this year as always. So you guys should go open your Dota 2 client. And... Was it the same guy that won three years in a row now? No, Max didn't win the last two oh, years. Oh, he didn't? Actually. He won yeah. two in a row and then he didn't win. Yeah. Okay. And my favorite, my personal favorite video did not get selected as a top whatever. Have you seen it? No. You're kidding me. You haven't told me about it, so I don't even know which one you're The Life Stealer. I haven't seen that. Life Stealer. So I sent. Man, it's I, the movie. Of course, I haven't seen. It. That's true. <laughs> Even if it's a short film. I'm trying to decide whether I should tell you what happens because it is so fucking good. Oh, don't tell me what happens then. Well, now I'm ruining. Okay, you I'll guys... watch it for episode 200. Oh boy. Well, if you guys haven't seen it, it's a Magnus Lifestealer video. Uh, obviously, very short, minute and a half, and it genuinely, I think, is the best SFM I've seen. I could not stop laughing. So what was the best part of it? Was it the story, the humor, or the, the animation? The humor. The humor. Right. Absolutely. But so. of course, it caters to me specifically, right. as you might imagine, which is why Valve did not choose it. Yes. Which makes me extremely sad. So you guys should check that out if you can. Um, maybe I'll put it in the link in the description. And then after that, the international website has been updated with a Dota 2 esports section which is really cool, so you can keep track of all the TI-related stuff that's going on. Uh, not that much to talk about. It's just a really good thing to have. And and you can watch it spoiler-free. You can yeah. there's spoiler or no spoiler version of the site, which is nice. It's very good. That is correct. So, yeah, that's the update from the Compendium and whatnot. All right, next subject is... Let me get out my phone because I have the notes. I've been told by Valve that I am allowed to talk about this in depth if I want. So I'm going to do that right now. I believe that they are making a blog post later today, or, well, I think it just has to be today, that Buka and I are in collabs with them to do Dota 2 tooltips for TI. It's been something that, obviously, I pitched them the idea, and Buka is a fucking god at making everything not only super seamless, but really good looking. Um, so I'm going to talk about some of the features that you guys may not... Uh, well, I guess we can just recap what it actually does. So yeah, those two tooltips, essentially you go on a stream and you can highlight skills and you can read all the skills, what they do. It just makes uh, learning Dota much easier. It basically makes the screen that you watch on an, how to say, an interactable monitor, right? Where you yeah. can, you, you're basically in the screen window. It's kind of like you have the wiki open on the side. 
Right. So that you can just mouse over anything in the game and or not anything, but a lot of things. I like mean, spells, shards, scepters, right? All of that's in. Yeah. So like the the main goal was to make it easier for newer people to become familiar with, you know, things that they're seeing on the screen without having to open up another website. But right. in addition, even if people like me that like I, I know all the ags and shards by heart, as you might imagine, mm -hmm. but refreshing like some numbers. Right. Very like stuff changes all the time. So I think uh, obviously great reception overall and within a month it became the number one most used extension on Twitch which we're really proud of and like I said we pitched Valve the idea of doing it for TI what's Underlord's Shard? Underlord's Shard is the Firestorm that's on himself what? don't test me I don't know <laughs> it's it's pretty dog shit oh you're right Damn. it used to heal and I don't think it, it does it you know all of them by heart I'm gonna find one you don't know all right, as you do that, I will continue. Okay, give me one more, and we'll put this to bed. What's a give really, me a good one. What's a really hard one? <laughs> it needs to be one that I don't know. Oh, that's... You that can, actually pick and choose a lot. Yeah. Uh, shit. This is not an SAP segment, by the way. This is a bonus yeah. for this episode alone. Yeah, you don't get points for this shit. Okay. You're going to get a hard question later. Sindarin, you're going to have to hurry. What's it? Uh, you know this. All right, what does Grimstoke Shark do? Grimstroke Shard, it used to be the just complete generic dot that was on you mm -hmm. that allowed you to, you know, cast additional stuff. And now it's the Ink Swell will hard dispel you and it does more damage and all that bullshit. That's not a good enough answer. What does it do? Let's see. So, well, okay. If, if you're going to be that picky, then I'm not going to know them all. Because okay. Like there's some there's some shards that have like ten things attached to it. You're missing the the healing component. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But the rest is correct. More damage. I mean, the reason you get it spell. is the hard to spell. Yeah, primarily. Uh, okay. It's anyway, back to the subject at hand. Thank you for sidetracking as no usual, Cinderin. Mm -hmm. uh, we, for the TI version of the Dota two tooltips, I'm going to talk about what we've. When I say we, I mean mostly Buka. Let's be real. Has added. Uh, well. I guess to catch people off, I help uh, mobile, being involved. mobile works for at Android all. and iOS. Yeah, Cinderin's not involved at all. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be localization. So before it was only English. Now it's going to have Russian, Chinese, Portuguese, and Spanish. Uh, all right. When you highlight these skills, it'll have video previews of what the skills do. Holy shit. Which is, some of them will be slightly outdated because it's, heavy is that? it's directly from Valve's site. So it's kind of up to them to update oh. it. Uh, but most of them are up to date. Um, you're going to have the full item shop. So you can click on a thing and it shows literally every item in the game, every neutral item. So you can go just look, browse cool. as so you that's want. a lot of new stuff, actually. Uh, there's going to be a sidebar that has the tournament info, the schedule for TI, the standings. Uh, very small, basic introductory glossary for like really new players. Um, What's a noob? And... <laughs> You will be some a feature that a lot of people are asking for. Um, be able to disable the notification that reminds you that you can click on stuff. Oh, so yeah. once obviously once you're used to, it, you don't want to see that anymore. Uh, and a lot of these features we're going to be able to put like after TI, we're going to put it onto our basic, the more normal extension everybody mm -hmm. uses anyway. And then the tournament related stuff, tournaments that want to purchase the license can use as well. Uh, you can see full player inventories, so you can see literally all the items in the game currently with their ags, their shards, all that stuff, like all in one little screen. Uh, the we're gonna have like the graph, so basically all the stuff you can do in game. We're gonna have right. We're gonna have the graph, uh, which that one might not be available till the main event. I should mention that uh, there is no actual way to test on this scale something like this. Mm -hmm. 
So if there's issues, obviously Buka will be his entire reason for being here is to fix them, and he'll be adding features as we go on. And if there's uh, issues, you can always blame Bao. That's true. That's just what you do, <laughs> apparently. For everything, it's just um, Bao's fault. So. so yeah, Graph will be a little bit delayed there. Uh, and then there's going to be some sort of cheering mechanic, which I don't want to get too in detail because that might not be available for the first day, but you can cheer your teams in a cool visual way. And then the biggest feature for TI, which I think people are going to be most excited about, Remember, I don't think they've had this in the game for a couple of years. Remind me if I'm wrong. The predictions in game. Remember, you open. Oh yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Like remember. there was a couple of years they didn't have it though, right? Recently. I'm yeah, I sure. don't think they had it last year at least. So that's going to be available both. I believe it's in Dota TV as well, but also on the stream. So you connect your Twitch account. So there's been a lot of. This is why we haven't brought this up because there's been rumors about Twitch drops, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I guess I can't talk about it because I know that it is happening. So what you do is you connect your Steam account to your Twitch, which uh, is pretty easy and seamless, and you'll get Twitch drops, you'll get compendium points for the predictions that you make, uh, and there's going to be live interaction stuff. So it, we're pretty fucking hyped about it. That's really it's cool. Really, hopefully it's going to work seamlessly, but I'm sure there'll be some bugs that we'll fix as the event I continues. I guess that also explains how you can get to level 20 in the compendium. Because I was looking at the levels and I was mm. like, how do you possibly get enough points for this? If you predict all the stuff in I don't think, the compendium. I don't think all the stuff in-game is enough to reach level 20. I think Twitch is needed. Oh, Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I, d I haven't done the exact math right, but it just looked like a lot. Maybe mm. it's still enough. I don't know. I mean, nobody gets all of the predictions right. We'll get to that later. That's literally impossible. Literally. Literally. Unless impossible. you're AI, which some rumor you are. AI will get it. So, yeah, that's the Dota 2 tooltips. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. Uh, that's sick. Should be good. I didn't know it. I didn't know this in advance, guys, by the way. This is the first time I hear about this. Is that true? All the details. I had no oh, idea. All the details. I, I know it's. I knew it was getting in, but I didn't know what it included. So okay. That sounds really cool. All right, so updates on TI-related stuff. I'm sure we're going to miss a couple things here, but uh, Seb, there was rumors that he was not going to be able to play because of eye surgery. I don't know the details of this, but he had like some major issue that he had to correct via surgery, yeah. and he was afraid that after surgery, the recovery time would be too long, that he couldn't look at a screen. Right. But apparently he's fine now. Yep. He's so he's here, he will be playing, so that's really good to hear. OG had Mickey as a temporary sub. Yeah. Mickey from Team Liquid was going to be on loan, but uh, not necessary. So there was a lot of speculation from the fans about, okay, is this going to just break OG at TI? Is it going to be terrible because they're missing Seb? Like, based on TrueSight, he's a really integral part of the team. Yeah. Um, but those concerns are not there anymore. And past that, uh, in terms of the COVID update, I, I'm trying to remember what where we left off last week i think nothing's changed in terms of who has covid i believe so we had both aster and ig right yeah well full aster and, and then some of ig or something yeah. yeah uh so valve made an announcement essentially or was it actually team aster i'll just read their tweet it was aster so aster's tweet or that's not a tweet i don't it's weibo okay weibo 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 that's we not... <laughs> weibo is they uh, wrote this on weaboo <laughs> After repeated communication and negotiation with multiple parties, we finally determined that we can participate in TI-10 through online operations. At present, we are still located in the original training hotel and the entire group match will be held here. The team members have entered a separate isolated room and configured the network and official equipment as required. So, we talked about the possibility of players playing from their rooms. And this was... I'm actually trying to remember. Did, last week, we did talk about the crowd not being there, didn't we? Or did we not? I can't remember. I don't know if that was confirmed yet. 
Okay, well, I don't, there's not going to be a crowd if you haven't heard. I don't remember. I actually, yeah. Let's just pretend you guys haven't heard. So no crowd at TI. This was a last minute thing because COVID has uh, just spiked ridiculous. Like we actually got an emergency warning on our phones yeah. <laughs> about COVID, which is actually strange because it's it's not like an earthquake, something sudden. It's like, okay. Fortunately for emergency warnings, I was taking a nap. And yes. it did not override my silent mode. Thank so God I just woke up <laughs> to a 30-minute-old crisis warning yeah. on my phone. And I was like, oh, well, I survived the apocalypse. Yeah, so yeah. no no spectators, sadly, which is an understandable decision. Yeah, it, sucks. it really sucks for people that I believe their TI tickets will be refunded. But in, in terms of travel stuff, like I know there's obviously insurance you can buy and all that stuff. And I know there's some you know, companies that are willing to refund you because of COVID related mm -hmm. stuff. But for the most part, I'm pretty sure most people will not be able to refund like flights or hotels, uh, which sucks ass. Yeah. And we were at the arena today and it, it looked really good, except like once you get in there, you're like it hits you, there's not going to be a crowd and you just crazy. Anyway, all the chairs are there though. <clears throat> thank you. Yeah. yeah. In case you were wondering, all the chairs will be there and empty. Uh, um, I will say though, on to on on this topic, there was there's been quite a lot of threads on Reddit with people trying to get together and making their own viewer parties, and that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I've seen. I don't know how many posts I've seen now. We've got like compilation threads now where there's like many many different cities or whatever. As long as you guys are safe about it. Yeah. So I think that's a super awesome opportunity for those of you that unfortunately don't get to visit TI live in this in the arena. Uh, you still get that crowd feeling with like uh, pub. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what do we call it in, in Dota? Pub stomps? Pub stomps. Stomps, that was the word I was looking for. So like pub stomps or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, especially if you do it in Romania, some people are just traveling to a different European country where there's yeah. stuff being held. But if you're doing it in Romania, due diligence, the COVID numbers are really high and you need to be fucking careful. And honestly, in like, I guess I'm not here to give you advice on what to do, but probably if you're going to something like that, you should wear a mask at all times except when you sit down. And you should probably be vaccinated in general. Yes. If you go out in public bars in Romania right now, that is a relatively major risk. Uh, in other cities, you'll be safer. Um, but either way, the fact that people are taking initiatives to do this and trying to... I've even seen some of the threads where someone like sent a PM to someone who was like, I'm fucking gutted. I got here. I have nothing to do. And someone's like, hey, come to this and this place. I'll give you housing. We can go and watch the games together. Uh, obviously, hopefully none of that is, you know dodgy you got to do your right got to do your background checks before you go and do stuff like that but uh i think i hope i'm a naively optimistic person but i believe in this case that it's just genuinely people being nice and wanting to do something and that's fucking awesome that's yeah. always the cool thing about video games how it brings people together so that's, that's right cinderin that's so cool <laughs> we pretend to be friends on camera all the time anyway together so to piggyback off that topic what we kind of were talking about before um the aster situation or just in general the players that have covid yeah we talked about the possibility of them playing from their rooms i i think we were in general agreement that obviously it wasn't 100 percent fair but it would still be better for them to play in their hotel but now that there's no spectators i think there's almost no case for them not like to be disqualified right then the right? crowd factor isn't even there yeah which could be an argument so. If anything, it's a dis it's more of a disadvantage now because you can't have unless it's all five of you in the same right. room, which is Aster's case for now at least. For now, uh, but having communication with your team that's at the venue is going to be a disadvantage not being there. So, uh, 
So yeah, I'm glad at the very like the silver lining that at the very least the teams will be playing regardless of Definitely COVID situation. But something we should mention with the way that uh, it works in China, I don't know the specifics, but based on what we've heard, the Chinese players that have COVID will not be able to go back for night like back home for 90 days. That's crazy. That is a long ass time. It's a long ass time, and it even has implications on season one of the DPC, which has been announced. Did they? Uh, I don't know if it's been officially announced, but it's been tweeted by Alliance, and at that point, it's officially announced, right? So okay, I would at least some preliminary dates or like rough dates are out in the okay. sphere, and they would overlap with ninety days. So the question is, what are Aster and IG going to do if they can't go home? Are they going to not be able to play? Will they get a wild card slot to play in a different region? Mm. If they do get to play, in, for example, Europe. Uh, who's going to evacuate by a different region so they can get their spot? Maybe we get extra spots for them. Like it's it's a bit of a headache, but yeah, um, yeah, it's wild times. And I think something that's pretty admirable and important to think about with this is Valve aren't afraid of adapting on the fly to this, and I think that's really important. I think it's really good to have like a stable rulebook for how things work, but this is just flat out force majeure, right? It's just shit that's out of your control. Something fucking happens, you deal with it on the spot, right? Yeah, and Whatever solution they come up with here, uh, I'm sure they're going to have it very well thought through, like competitive integrity, how it affects the regions and everything. But obviously for both Aster and IG, this fucking blows, right? Yeah. Uh, but I hope they still get to play the DPC season as well. There's world-class players and teams that people want to watch. I would be surprised if they don't. I don't know what the reasoning would be. Just because, like, if they moved, let's say, theoretically, right. to Europe, yeah, they would play in Europe, yeah. right? I suppose. But yeah. yeah, it's definitely a weird situation, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, okay, and then from a talent side, PPD has dropped out of the tournament. I'm just going to read his tweet real quick. Hey, everyone, I won't be attending TI. It was a hard decision that I hope everyone will respect. I'm looking forward to watching my favorite event of the year from home this time around. So good luck. Have fun, everyone. Don't let OG win again. Uh, so I, I guess we didn't even technically ask him, but I, there was a heavy implication that it was more about the COVID situation, not feeling safe to come. Which yeah, is and, understandable. And the risk of getting of contracting it toward the end of the event and then being quarantined, right? <clears throat> right. If any if any of us contracts it uh, contracts it here, we need to it's a minimum of fourteen days of quarantine that you can't travel home. Yeah. Um and obviously it's like the whole how to say. I think we're all aware and we're obviously all taking it very seriously. We're all aware that there is a risk connected with this. Um on arrival, we all tested a PCR test and we do daily <laughs> Uh, daily antigen tests on all players and all talent. We test every single morning before we go to work. And if our test is positive in the antigen test, we do a double check with a PCR uh, to make sure it's not a false positive. Uh, and if that's the case, we get quarantined. So every yeah. single day we get tested. It feels more bubble-like now. Yeah. Uh, based on any tournament that I've been to this year. Um the only time that we're leaving the hotel is to get in a shuttle to go to the venue. Yeah. So, and we're very much among ourselves. Yeah. And masks are required literally everywhere. Yeah. So except for, except for here. Uh, okay. So I have my own rules in my room. No masks. Past <laughs> alt right room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get political about this. Um, unless you want to. I mean, part of me does. Um. <laughs> uh, Team room conditions, and this is going to be right. the big topic, right, that's been discussed. So Team Spirit released a video about their practice room, which isn't just their practice room. I believe in group stage, players play from their practice yeah, rooms. they do. And theirs is 
unusually small. And then a couple of other teams started pitching, like uh, tweeting about it as well, that their rooms are not up to par. And then other teams don't tweet about it because their rooms are great in comparison. And there's some, like OG was not too happy because typically the two-time champion, or (laughs) any TI champion, the previous year champion at least, will get something special, but they were not happy with the conditions. Mm -hmm. And I guess you can just, we had a meeting with Valve just to talk about you know, the specifics of what's going right. to happen. So, yeah. So basically um, the TLDR of this is that like, it's always weird. Or I don't know if weird is the right word, but it's always a bit sad to read uh, to an extent, like the community, not the fact that there's community outrage, because that's completely justified, right? Like nobody is happy with these rooms. The players aren't, Valve aren't. Mm. And the community is just saying Valve isn't doing shit, right? Um, and they don't care. And we were we were talking to to a Valve employee, and they were very, um, very personally disappointed and let down about this, and really wanted to make it to change it. And it is getting upgraded now, so they found some sort of solution, very short notice, uh, to get the players a better practice room. But the the disappointing thing here for everyone involved is that this even happened to begin with. So either I'm not 100 percent sure about the details. If it's because the information that was provided was that the room was bigger than it actually was, or if there was like misleading pictures, or whoever went and checked the room gave the green light without really like visualizing and mapping things out correctly. Yeah. Uh, but from Valve's side, this was not like, the, to my understanding, this was not like an intended thing of oh, these teams are it yeah are we, lowering the DPC, so let's get them shit rooms. And we just did stack confirm. Them, we did right? confirm that the DPC points did not correlate. <laughs> Do anything um so but yeah i mean the situation's a bit fucked obviously but they yeah. said they're gonna fix it it's so. it is getting fixed already i, I believe uh, some of the players i believe they might even have removed the rooms already. right and i think part of this is and we've talked about this in past podcasts and i'm critical of valve i, I feel like i'm fairly critical of everybody when, when i say fairly yeah. i mean i'm fair in my criticism yeah, i agree like i don't shy away this situation is definitely like obviously the covid thing when they Obviously, nothing you can do about Sweden, right? Sweden, you just can't do it. So where do you go from there? Only real choice is either Seattle or Romania because that's where PGL is located. Seattle doesn't make sense because people literally can't get into the U.S. Yep. Canadians literally cannot drive, for example. They have to fly. That's just our that's northern neighbors. So, um, so yeah, it has to be Romania which in terms of the COVID rates was fine when they did that. When they announced that they were super low. And now it's obviously terrible but there's not nothing that can be done about that i think you know i don't know any of the specifics but just being on the home front for pgl it just makes sense that they'll have more access to be able to logistically this was easy short term like in a two-month pro this is the thing i had of course it was only me and nikki that that was Mm -hmm. kind of a bottleneck but captain's draft was a year of planning two people of course a year of planning and we still had major (laughs) issues at the event this is a two-month turnaround for a huge That's event. For the literal biggest esport tournament in history. Because it is every fucking year, right? Which is another topic entirely, whether we like that or not. But I was expecting issues, and maybe some of them could have been corrected a little sooner, but I think teams are going to be happy by the time yeah. you know tournament starts. I mean, I, th- I think it's fair to say that this is really disappointing and should have never happened. But again, like I mentioned earlier, adapt on the fly, right? Shit is going to happen. Uh, this was definitely avoidable, but I guess, um, or not I guess, I think among everything else that needs to be planned with this, and I think this is something the community maybe slightly 
uh, underestimates is how much work goes into something like this. It's a fucking huge project. In hindsight, with everything that happened, could Valve maybe have hired a stronger workforce to begin with? Probably. But it's also really hard to assess, like, it's hard to assess exactly, like, how many people you need, what divisions they need to be distributed into so that it's organized correctly. You can also have too many chefs in the kitchen, right? Like, you need to have some sort of a healthy balance. There's been so many tournaments. I'm just so, gonna, I'm never going to be hired by them. Galaxy Battles is an example where too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. You have a literal, not exaggerating, triple digit volunteers, triple digit volunteers, all of them standing around doing nothing. Yeah. And it's actually <laughs> just comical at a certain <clears throat> point. But yeah. But. So obviously really shit situation with the team rooms. It's nice that it gets fixed so quickly. Hopefully the new rooms are better. Um, as for, I think something that the players, I'm hoping, or at least I believe they will appreciate about this, is how seriously Valve are taking COVID. Because mm -hmm. it's something that, especially certain players have been vocal about at past events, is their concern about uh, their health at these tournaments. Everything from our side that Valve has any influence on, to my from my experience so far about COVID is very, very serious. Yeah. And they're doing a really good job, especially like the daily monitoring, the limitations that are set. Uh, this is something I'm not going to go into the technicalities of this, but when it comes to the broadcast as well, like us as talent, the way we are safe in the work environment as well with everything, like just the overall sanitation of everything is like really, they've thought about a lot of things. <clears throat> it's me, more, into a lot of detail, yeah, it's so. definitely more COVID friendly than any tournament. Not, not that other tournaments that we've been to have been really bad in that regard, but this takes it like two steps higher, honestly. It's, it's, it's very pretty good. hardcore. Very good. Um, but yeah, okay, so that's kind of the update of the last week. And before we get into the predictions, let's do our SAP segment. So as you guys know, we're partnered with SAP, an enterprise software company company that is bringing their expertise via analytics in eSports. So I have my question for you. Mm -hmm. You have my, qu my yes. question, yeah. and then yes. we'll do the community question. And we currently both have zero points after almost four weeks now? That's right. Four rounds. I'm, We've both got nothing right. I'm proud of it. Uh, Still playing it like a game of hearts. We're getting all the spades. You go first, since yours is ready. I go first. Okay. Yeah, I won't look at your... I all could right. cheat if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. So if you guys are new to this, I'm assuming we might get some new listeners of yours because it's TI. Um, we do this every week, and we have for a few weeks now. And the idea in the start was that we would give each other slightly easier questions and then ramp them up in difficulty. Mm -hmm. um, they've all been too hard. And this is not going to be any easier because we are not really like, we don't want to help each other out, actually. So eh, I gave you a really easy one. Did you? Yeah. All right. Well, this one isn't easy. Okay, I'm not looking. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I haven't written which the correct answer is, so you can see it. I'm closing. Okay. Oh, I can I can look? Yeah. There's no... You're sure? Yeah. There's no answer. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so you can't get it right because there's no answer. Okay. All right. My question is... In the data that we have, which player has the most logged courier kills? This is a one out of four. Is it Mind Control, FY, Yapzor, or Kaka? I hate you. I, I have zero clue. Um, all right. Just because I know he likes being cheeky, I know it's wrong. <laughs> no, I've been picking ones that I've like I've overthought them in the past. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna underthink this mm -hmm. and say Yapzor. Okay. That is incorrect. <laughs> I think he's top twenty though. But you're not that <laughs> far. I hate you. <clears throat> the number one courier killer is actually Kaka 
with 333. Wow. I was thinking about whether I should put in some red herrings with, like, maybe next time or Admiral Bulldog because of, like, Bounty Hunter and Nature's Prophet mm. being the courier sniping heroes. But I thought you were going to rule those out because of their, like, relatively short it, competitive history. I don't think it matters what you do. It's I just going to be Kaka wrong. I think Kaka plays a lot of Bounty, actually, historically. Kaka was my second choice. He played a lot of Bounty Hunter, and I think he's also been killing a lot of couriers with, like, these ranged fours. Yeah. Where he's just cutting behind the tower. So surprisingly, I think Mind Control, if I'm not mistaken, was the only offlaner in top 10. Okay. He just, I guess it's all his Nature's Profit games. That's true. Yeah. Something like that. So. All right, all right. don't look. I not need looking. to put this on the other monitor. Okay. Although, eh, maybe you probably can't read it from there. All right. Ags. Ag Scepter. Okay. Not sharp. Surprising. Ag Scepter. Yes. What Agonims has not been bought this patch? Okay. Wow, there's only one. No, okay. there's more, but I only picked one. Okay, out of the following four. Right. Which one? Okay. Wraith King, Witch Doctor, Sniper, Ogre, Magi. Fuck. Uh, Wraith King, Sniper, so Ogre, So this is 7.30 or... just in general. In pro games. Pro games. So Wraith King, Sniper, Ogre, or... Right. What was the fourth one? Witch Doctor. Witch Doctor. If you need a reminder of what their ags do, I, I'm the man. To, <laughs> I'm the man to talk to. Wraith King Sniper over Witch Doctor. Uh, has any team played support sniper? They probably have. In some game, yeah, it's it's a thing. Ogre. Nobody fucking plays ogre, and they don't buy that. Wraith King is kind of cool late game, and you said bought, so they can't get it from Roche. Right. And what was the fourth one again? Witch Doctor, Witch Doctor Sniper. Sniper, Ogre, Wraith King. Okay, I'm going to narrow it down to Witch Doctor or Ogre. Okay. I'm going to go with Witch Doctor. Incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> Which would be your last choice? My last choice. The one I'm most confident has been bought? Yeah. Out of the other two, uh, I think I'd be most confident about Sniper. Wraith King. Is the one that wasn't bought. Correct. Yeah, so, you... so I was right about this. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. of the choices, actually none of them have been bought very often though. Witch Doctor has been bought once, Sniper once, Ogre once, Wraith King zero. Not many oh. games played, 87 games played only. That was a hard question. They're all... There. One or less purchases. I wanted to fuck you. Yeah, okay? that's, that's a hard... I understand that. A lot of people yeah. do. <laughs> that's true. You're just too sexy. Yeah. So... I guess. Thank God. We're both at zero. Man, we are actually awful at this. However, the community question, we can't get wrong because we don't need to guess. Unless we looked it up incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> so, the community question this time around is from David Schmidt. How many pro matches have Kunkka, has Kunkka played against Tidehunter and who won more games? So that's a cool question because of, obviously, the, the lore between the two heroes. And the answer might surprise you. you. Do you know the answer? No. We'll see if it surprises you. They have played 311 games. This is from 7.07 .07 and beyond. And Kanka has won one less than Tide. So a 155 and 156 record. What a very nice rivalry. It is. It's so close. It couldn't have been closer than that. <laughs> So Tidehunter is up 
just slightly. He's very they happy about change it. change a TI. That's true. We should actually keep track of that. When, how many? There's going to be like at at most like five games that these two heroes play against each other, probably. Yeah. So we should try if we can keep track of that and see if the balance shifts. All it takes is two wins for Kunkka, then he's ahead. That's true. So cool. leave your comments in the video description if you want us to potentially choose your question and give you a little shout out. Just put the old hashtag SAP Esports. And yeah, we appreciate it. Okay, so from there, I'm going to open Dota. And we're going to switch overlays here in a second. So the audio listeners... Uh, I mean, tell me you switched the camera source. I haven't yet. You have no. <laughs> so good. I haven't yet. You guys are going to... On the video, you're going to be very impressed with the production. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm going to keep this. I love it. Oh my uh, we're going to do our predictions. So... Let me just... There we go. Very, very high production value. <laughs> There's the camera. This is the worst camera shot I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. You're not going to change it, are you? No. You're probably not. Yeah, that's, so you can that's see so about perfect. half of our respective bodies. Oh, that's my God. Perfect. This is so bad. This is a sponsored episode. <laughs> it's going to show on camera so people can tell I'm genuinely laughing before I disappear again. <laughs> All right. Oh, my so God. So apparently you have done these predictions already. Is I have done the four categories you see right now. So heroes, players, teams, and tournament. Okay. Uh, bracket, I think, doesn't open until group stage is over. Uh, and there's no group stage prediction. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So what I suggested we could do here is... So I went over this on my stream for like an hour. And just discussed with chat and got some ideas. And used my own just, you know, gut feelings. Uh-huh. On every single one, I'll tell you what I have. Mm -hmm. And then you can agree or disagree, and you ultimately choose because this is your compendium. I'll just give you my logic. All right. Okay. Are we are we doing any wager on who can get more points? Yeah, I'm kind of cheating because I'm going off of your notes. Yeah, we can't do it like that. Though. But I'm still gonna lose, and you know that. that, that yeah, I guess still gonna lose. We could pick the same things, and you would still lose. Somehow. Yes, I, Valve has my account <laughs> on. All right. So most picked hero. Uh, well, I mean, when you said no group stage, both group stage and main event. Um, right, but there's no, like, there's placement. No specific. There's no placement-specific yeah, yeah. things. Uh, where the oh, we didn't are. even talk about the groups. Damn. All right, we'll That's do that. Good. We can we'll do, do that, that after this. Yeah. All uh, right, so first, most picked hero. Yeah. I chose Elder Titan. He's okay. most picked hero last year. And the thing that's always tricky about this is um, they need to not get banned a lot. Exactly. Because so they need to get through. Tiny was has been, like, the hero that everybody's been talking about. I, I feel like he's probably going to get banned, so... Elder Titan, huh? It's kind of, how to say, it's like universal among the regions. Uh, and I think the hero is in a pretty good spot right now. And a TI big team fight seems to always become important, right? Um, so I picked him. I, I'm always very unconfident about these early ones. Because it's there's just so many factors to take in. But. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb, Cinderin. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to say Tiny still. Tiny still gets most yes. picks. All right. He's going to get shit on early. All right, we can do a wager in now. If you pick Tiny here, we can do a wager. No, no. There's no, no fucking way. All right, Elder Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Most banned hero, I see you have Tiny selected, yeah, which... I have Tiny. I think the two is incredible right now. Okay. And I think the thing about Tiny is that every region is very comfortable. It's an old hero. Players have just played this, and I still think it can possibly be flexed, but what makes it so crazy is it's both good as carry and mid this patch. Let me let me ask you, so I've heard about this tinker that's been yeah. going around. Is that going to be very contested, you think? Maybe. I don't know yet. Um, 
He it's got not broken. I, I think Tinker is also very good. He could be in contention for this, but I I think it's a little bit more of a specialist hero. Yeah, Tiny is more straightforward for all teams to have practice with and yeah. feel confident with because it's, it's easier to play as a team. All right, I'm copying you. All right, hero with highest win rate with minimum five games played. I picked, this is where you choose some late game or last pick cheese hero. In the past, I've so picked... Like I've picked like Brood and Meepo. Not Brood past. this time. Not picked Meepo this time. Not picked Brood because nobody plays Meepo. Yeah. And I ended up going for Lycan, which is a bit of a curveball. I don't think this is a very popular choice. Um, hmm. In part because I think the hero is still really good in this patch when it's picked and you have a lot of information available. And I think some of the teams that play here really like it. So we've seen it in, in the early days of this patch. Lycan was like a first phase hero. And then it kind of got figured out and nerfed. But I still yeah. think it's gonna be really good. I'm not I'm not feeling the lichen. I'm not gonna lie. I really want to pick Pudge, you know? Yeah. I, I wanna pick uh <laughs> I wanna Oh, you know what? I don't know how often this hero's gonna be what do you think of Brew in That's this slot? Definitely possible. I kinda I'm feeling him for some reason. Sure. I'm gonna go with Brew. Okay. By the way, for most banned and most picked, you think Spectre is gonna be more picked than or banned than Tiny? Is there any because that has been the hero I've been seeing the most. Spectre. Spectre with Echo Saber Orchid. Well, he takes a part into Ags. Ags right. Orchid. Yeah. I've been seeing that a lot. It's not a first phase hero, I okay. think. So I don't think it's going to be the most banned. All right. Hero with the highest kill average. That could I be picked, Spectre. I picked Tiny there. I'm going to go Spectre. Which could be a mistake. Uh, it d depends how many of the teams play it in off rolls, right? I think in both position one and position two, Tiny's one of those heroes that always gets kills. So That's true. And he can have pop-off games. Samael, I think, has the single most kills at TI ever in a game on his Tiny. He lost that game. Uh, I don't know if it's most ever, but it's definitely in contention. Uh, I mm. think he had 29 kills in EG versus OG in 2018 and lost. I mean, I don't like picking a something. hero with the highest kill average when it's going to be picked a lot. I want something that's not right. going to pick that much, but mm -hmm. has a high amount of... like. Even though he's probably going to be picked more than I'm hoping, is Storm Spirit is a hero that could be... Not picked as often as Tiny, but still have a really high kill average. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the Tiny for this one. Okay. Um. What hero did I just say? Spectre. No, no, no. I literally just said it and I forgot. I didn't hear it. We were just talking about a hero. And I said example is this hero, and I've literally forgotten what it is. Hmm. So then do you listen to anything I say? Yeah, but not that one. Okay. What about Clinks? Possible. All right, let's I guess it won't be played as anything else than a core. Yeah. So right. that's not a bad guess. I think highest like, assist average. I'm going Spectre. I, I 100%. Spectre. It's, yeah. yeah, it's always fun. that seems like it's either if Zeus was playing, then maybe consideration for him. But exactly lowest death average. So it's a carry, right? Yeah, minimum five games played again. So unlikely it would be something like Meepo, who has a history of sometimes just having free games. I'm thinking Medusa. Playing, but, uh, I chose Anti Mage here. Okay, um, I'm going Medusa. Yep. And usually, usually this will be a position one that plays keep away and farms a lot. And the thing about AM for me is that some games AM gets stomped, but a lot of the times he has like one death and just loses. All right, right? you've convinced so, me. Uh, Wait, what about Arc Warden? Also very possible. All right, I'm going to go with things I hate the yep. most. That's a good choice. Okay. Uh, highest last hit average. I believe I was juggling <laughs> Medusa, Naga, and Arc Warden, and I ended up going for Medusa on this one. All right. Mm. Highest last hit average. Yeah. So it needs to be heroes that also generally don't just get rolled. 
in right. bad games. Like AM. Yeah, so AM is dangerous here because he has games that end in 20 minutes. That doesn't like happen to Ark very often. Naga, I don't think Naga's in the same category, though. Mm -hmm. It's Medusa, Ark Warden. I'll do Medusa just to change it up. Okay, that's what I did, too. So you didn't change it up. Change, change it, it up, up from, from this. Yeah. Yes. Uh, highest XPM average usually is a mid-hero. This would often be Meepo, but again, I don't think it's going to get enough games. So I picked TA, a uh, mid-hero that gets a lot of farm and gets levels and has games where it pops off. Uh, hmm. very, very oh, there's gonna be it's, a lot of TA games though. It's not out of the question that it could become a carry either. It doesn't have to be a mid hero, but the mid hero will have an inherent advantage right. from getting faster levels early on. So, if I say Storm, is that a stupid answer? No, not necessarily. I go with something different. Storm could do it. I, I don't know how well he usually does, but... All right, so different. here with most kills in the game, I could see Tiny. I picked Storm there, and it was Storm or Tiny for me. Okay. Uh, I picked... I did a little bit of a... When I do these predictions, I like doing, like, a story in my head of what I think is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I have, like, a, an idea of what team is going to be playing this hero in the game so that later in the predictions I can, like, finish the story. So I think it's going to be Storm by Abed for EG, right? Okay. So I'm, like, really taking a triple dip, basically, in predictions... And if I'm right, everything lines up. And if I'm wrong, they're all wrong. Right. So, yeah, so I picked Storm. You take Tiny. That's also a good pick, I think. Uh, most lastest in a game, I picked Arc Warden. Yep. It's going to be some sort of ridiculous turtle game where yep. Arc farms a shitload. Hate that uh, hero. Could happen. Hate him. I don't remember what the record is. I think the record for most lastest at TI was Ember. There's some absurd game where Ember got mm -hmm. like 1,500 CS or something. But uh, it was an anomaly. Yeah, of course. But it just takes one game, right? Yep. So... All right, next team. Which, oh boy. I'm, not I'm really it. curious about this, what you're going to choose. I think you know what I'm going to choose. Which team will win TI? I think you know. We've talked about it. Are you going to take EG? I think so. Okay. I think a lot of people took EG. I, I think LGD is coming in as the strongest team, but I just, I don't feel like they're going to win. I really don't. They might make the finals. Right. I think EG has been the most consistent team across all regions the entire year. I think that's fair to say. They've got I know it, two majors. I, I feel like I I know it's like one of those like if you guys have followed me, I don't really like pick the homer. Mm -hmm. The front runner. Right. E.g., maybe they're not quite they're close. I I don't know. I'm just I really like their team comp a lot. Yeah. So I picked PSG L G D, um which is the favorites. Yeah. Um and the favorites have a history of TI. I don't know what the favorites win rate is. It's kinda good. Mm. I think Alliance, for many, were the favorites going into TI3. Um, I think... Was IG? IG were definitely one of the favorites TI2. One of. Wasn't it LGD for TI2? Uh, LGD were also one of them, I think. I think TI4, LGD, wasn't TI2 the LGD was undefeated in groups? Yeah, that's true. And then they ended up getting third? I don't remember what Definitely. place they got. Uh, TI4 was the Chinese finals with... Newbie winning. They were definitely not favorites, so that year didn't happen. TI5 yeah. EG were also not favorites. TI6 Wings was, like, debatable. No, TI... What do you mean? They were... They were favorites. favorites. They were favorites. They were favorites. Yeah, they were. But a lot of people didn't really know about them that much, because they were still... Yeah. Like, I mean, relatively both speaking, OG tournament. Both OG titles, TI8 they were not was definitely not favorite. Yeah. TI7 with uh, Liquid was... They were... One in, of the favorites. They were, like, top four. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll see. Uh, I definitely think both of our suggestions are l very likely finishing top four. Mm. Um, most kills in a game, I picked EG. 
Um, I want to go with... So it's just one game. I kind of want to go with like a South American or maybe SC, maybe like Fnatic. So the condition, the way I think about this is you want a team that has a very good likelihood of getting into a long game. That doesn't mean it's a like a team that struggles to finish out games. It means it's a team that defaults maybe to a more strategic and stable playstyle when they get into long games. Hmm. So that once that is set up, there's a high chance that the game goes long and they get a lot of kills. And ultimately, usually the team with most kills in the game is also the team that but wins. But all it takes is it's one, one game. game. Yeah. I'm actually going to go with a wild card here, Cinderin. My boys. Yeah. My boys. Yeah. Team of Spirit. I think another team that's interesting in that category would be someone like T1. Yeah. They also get really I was debating T1 as well. Um, highest kill average. Want to pick a team that is mm. likely to win a lot and go deep. Potentially. Deep. Going deep isn't actually a requirement, right? Because it's just about average of your games. But usually, I think last year OG won this category. Uh, I picked PSG OGD uh, because I think they're going to have some stompy games, but I also think they're going to get challenged. And they're going to mostly come out on top. Yeah, so. I, I want debating between VP and yeah, LGD. VP could definitely. I'll, I'll pick LGD. Okay. Fewest deaths in a game. Uh, I curveballed this. This is fun fact about this category, Shannon. What's that? There is one team at TI in all of TI history, to my knowledge, that has won a game with zero deaths. Which team was that? Really? Was it your team? Yes. Escape uh, Gaming, TI6 wildcard. Escape card. Gaming. I think we won 17-0 against Execration in the wildcard round. What do you mean you think you won? I don't remember if it was 17-0 or 16-0. Oh. I know we won zero. and we had zero deaths. How can you concede with zero kills? I think we thrown them. You thrown them with 16 kills only? Something like that. We had How? A hu Dazzle Huskar. They what? got zero kills. They got outlaned and they couldn't kill a single hero. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anything like that. I guess oh. I didn't watch your games back then. I think, day. if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember we went to shake hands with them, and that's always like, I think they were knocked out with that game. So it's always like yeah, one yeah. of those, like you're super happy and proud of yourself, but you're also like really sad for the other team, right? And I went to shake hands with them, and there was this, like they were obviously really sad, right? One of the kids I shook hands with, Abed, fucking mm. owns. This guy's a fucking beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was the one time I beat Abed. <laughs> yeah, I'll take some hot cup. That never happened again. <laughs> Because I that wildcard round, okay, this is a little bit of a tangent, but that wildcard round was so funny because one of the other teams, the other teams in the wildcards were eHome and Complexity with Kyle, yeah. right? And going in, people were like, Abbott's Meepo is beast. Mm. So the teams were just banning Meepo. We were banning Meepo, eHome were banning Meepo. And Complexity were like, we can beat it. And then I think they lost twice to Abbott's Meepo. <laughs> Stubborn Kyle. Oh yeah. my goodness. I think he's never going to let that down. Or well, I'm, I'm not going to let that down, I guess. I think he's never going to recover from that. <laughs> That's such a shame. All right, All right. I, I pick PG Gaming. This could be literally any team. I think this is impossible. It's like, who hits like that really crisp game where they just have a sick draft and do it very well? VP. VP is a very good choice as well. Uh, VG Gaming and VP both are teams that sometimes have incredible drafts, and they have like these excellent games, right? Where everything this is, is just flawless. This is a shitty category, this one. Most assists in a game, I picked EG, because they're also the team with most kills in a game for me. I feel like those two kind of line up, right? Wait, who's mine? You yeah. have spirit. So you oh probably, shit! You gotta pick spirit again, right? In like, one game, yeah. It's it's gonna be the same game mostly, isn't it? Like it's not. But I can spread the odds to you get could, one right. Of course, absolutely. I don't like going all in. I'm not an all in. It's one or game. one or the other is your approach. Yeah. It's very unlikely now that you're right in both. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's fine with me. I usually get one right on each page. Team that wins the longest game. 
So this is where I have my narrative, like I talked about from Heroes, right? So I chose the hero with most last hits in the game to be Arc Warden. Yeah. So I'm like, which team is going to have that in that long game and then win? And I picked EG. What about Secret? It could also be Secret. I picked Arteezy Arc Warden for this, basically, in my head. Right? I'm going Secret. Yep. Very, very likely as well. Team that went to the shortest game, I picked VP. They have these like games where they just stump all yeah. games and just run I, it over. That's something like, we didn't talk about. VP without a crowd, it's basically online. <laughs> that's true. Like I was debating was VP winning the whole thing because of that, but I, I just think the inexperience is gonna still get to them. And I think what happens to VP in some of these tournaments is like people put a lot of emphasis on the crowd factor. I think something that happens to VP is that their strategic depth gets figured out toward the end right yeah this is a long tournament you need That's to get true. through a grind of a group stage and then playoffs and usually teams start target banning them in the second half of the tournament mm -hmm. finding some solutions so i hope they have a bigger uh bigger pool of strategies this time for their sake that'll be cool uh highest game length average i picked t1 they play long games that's that's just it. I think they might have had the longest average game time at the last major as well it wouldn't surprise me i didn't look it up but their games were just all good. right i'm convinced so I'll believe you. Most different heroes love this category. It's one of my favorites. I picked PSG LGD because I think they're going to yeah. win. They're going to play most games. They're going to go, or maybe not most games, but they're going to be one of the teams that plays the most games. I think they're going to win the whole thing. And all five of their heroes play fucking everything. Like Faith Beyond Offlane, Zin Q4, Innocence 5, Ame Carry, who has played like every hero. I think their hero with the smallest hero pool is probably nothing to it say. Is. Yeah. And he has a really big hero pool. Yeah. So it's like they could play everything. But there's a lot of good candidates here, to be honest. It's it's hard. Mm. EG play a lot. Secret play a lot of stuff. If you think they go deep. Uh, I think it'll be EG, LGD in the finals. So yep. either one would be a good choice. Team that picks the fewest different heroes so with minimum 10 games. Go out, right? So I interpret this. I think this has been a thing every year. Minimum 10 games played could mean series or it could mean individual games. If it's individual games, this is irrelevant and it's just an... It's irrelevant. It's an artifact from like... Don't mention artifact. <laughs> it's an artifact from like five years ago when the groups didn't necessarily have enough games for this to be fulfilled. But I think every team plays... Yeah. Every team plays minimum 16 Game, games. Game right? is not series. Right. And every team plays 16. So this yeah. is literally which team do you think picks the fewest different heroes and get knocked out, basically. I hate to be like everybody. I think it's going to be a South American team. I think so, too. I would say, I'm going to say Thunder Predator. Yeah, that was my pick as well. But, so here's the thing about this. The reason I'm leaning to Thunder is that they have looked really poor in the last two they, months leading into this. They did, yeah. But they were the South American team that looked the best early earlier on. So it kind of depends. They've had more time to adapt to the, the patch the, this time. The thing about this and... tournament that makes it maybe a little bit more exciting is like you can prep for all these teams but we don't have many games on this patch period right like there is so much unknown and that makes it like way more like this could all be horribly wrong which was great yeah for the viewership okay least. players all right let's try to go a little faster here okay um, highest kill average i picked abed yeah that's a good choice hmm okay i gotta go with eg and again i did the narrative so i think he has the storm that I picked earlier for most kills, so that's going to be him. So I just picked Abba there. You picked Tiny, so you pick a Tiny player here if you want to double dip. I don't like double dipping. Okay. I keep telling you. Yep. Okay, most kills in a game. Ame? Mm -hmm. Definitely possible. Lowest, Lowest death, death average. average. I picked a very unpopular pick here. Very few people chose this. You might like this one. I took Yatoro from oh, Team Spirit for this. I don't think that's going to be true. Uh, Team Spirits, um, he he has few deaths in a lot of their games. He plays like hard carries, Terrorblade, Anti-Mage, 
uh, these kinds of heroes. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little OG here. Mm -hmm. But it's it's definitely an uncommon pick. Sumail is still invisible in this for some reason. He's the only <laughs> player whose picture doesn't show up. That's fine. He's been uh, on too many teams that the Dota client can't even fucking fathom. Highest assist average. You want a player who plays Spectre. <laughs> who plays long games, right? Okay. Uh, on average, where you think that's going to happen. I again, I was a bit. I didn't want to go too much for the same team, so I picked save from VP. Because I think save VP will have maybe one or two stumps, but I think a lot of their games will actually be relatively long. Uh, and they play they play very well as a unit, and save is super involved in their play style, so I went for that. I'm going Les Lau. Yep. Okay. Most assists in the game, I picked Ice Ice Ice. Again, it's going to be EG's long game, and he's going to be playing something that is involved a lot, uh, mm. was my guess. Very likely this could be a Spectre, like you said. It's possible. Most uh, assists in a game. Yeah. I'm going to start switching up and pick some teams I haven't picked. Who from Fnatic, you think? Uh, Jabs? It's, it's really hard to say, right? Like, some games could the be a one. more assists yeah, than the could... four, and some games it's not even either but of them. But it's in a game, so like, it's a Spectre. It could be. It's Spectre gonna be can have the highest assist average without having the standout game where it has the most assists, right? I know. So, But if you want Spectre, then you pick... Mm. A carry, obviously. Who's the best Spectre in the tournament? That's a good question. There's a lot of good ones. I know. I haven't really. Uh... It's not about who's the best, by the way. Yeah. The best Spectre doesn't get this. The best Spectre wins earlier. That's true. <laughs> so... Okay, let's pick a Chinese team then. All right. That's harsh. Poyo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, highest last is average. I picked 23 Savage. Okay, I'm I picking Arkeezy. T1 T1's getting long games, so I picked their carry. Uh, play with most lasts in a game. Arkeezy, Ark Warden was for me. again. Okay. Gonna pick less EG, he says, and continues to pick EG. <laughs> Most GPM in a game. Art. <laughs> okay, so which hero do you think is gonna get this? Uh, Alchemist, hundred percent. Okay, and you think Artis is gonna have a good? Nah, alchemist. his Alchemist is actually shit. Let's pick. All right, the that's other harsh again. <laughs> you should pick Poyo Yo to make up for it. All right, Poyo Yo, where are you at? <laughs> Wait, who have I not picked yet? Uh, a lot of players haven't yeah. picked. Ooh. Hmm. But yeah, definitely go for an Alk here. It's, there's going to be some nutty Alchemist game, right? Do people play a mid or I, I picked now? I picked some male there, by the way. He, oh, some He used to that. play mid Alk, and now he plays carry for OG, and OG love Alk. So I just feel like it's like the perfect storm, right? There's a high chance that that okay. could happen. Sure. So I like that. Highest GPM Invisible. average? I picked Ame. GPM average. Okay, I'll go with Ame. I'll go with the tried and true. You could pick Arteezy, then you have three in a line. Eh. Player that plays the most different heroes. Again, fucking love this category. I picked Faith Beyond. Uh, I think he's going to mm -hmm. play... He's going to play was, a lot of games. I was considering Ami as well. They play a lot of different carries, but usually at TI, I would say the hero pool carries narrows down a little bit more. Whereas the offlaners can play a wide variety of stuff. All right, Faith Beyond so, is good. Uh, I like that. All right, last category, tournaments. Uh, this is the one where I think, on average, I get the most right. Because I think it's... So I should copy you. Uh, if you're copying me on anything, this is the one. And it's also because this one's easier. They also give less points, if you noticed. Because it's easier to hit. Total numbers of game played at the... Yeah. Okay, well, I took, have you done the calculations on this? I took 45 this? to 49. I think last year was 47 or 48. Something okay. like that. Sure. The It's one of the two middle ones, almost always. Um... Again, if you just look at the span of the, the ranges, right? What is it? It's 40 to 40, 41 to 44, 45 to 49, et cetera. I mean, it's likely you just, one of these. You just, you just think about it as an average, right? Yeah. And it's usually going to be in the middle. So this is going to be lower than usual. I Total number of heroes picked, I picked 100 plus, 101 plus. If I do this, do you think that's crazy? No. 
I actually don't think it's going to be as widespread I, as other TIs. I agree, but I think last TI there were seven unpicked heroes or eight out of now. How yeah, many is there? 127 now? So you would need three times as many unpicked heroes. 127. How many heroes are there? It's like 118. I'll count them 10, 20, 30, 60, 90, 95, 100, 105, 110, 112. How are you counting like that? My goodness. 115, 118. I'm, I counted 121, which is probably incorrect. But you, said, like, you said 128, and I said 118, and I was literally on the dot. So I said 121. You need to change for this. Oh, I'm, still, I'm picking it. I'm picking 101. You need to change to me. I, I don't know trying. how many heroes in the game. I don't spend a lot of time Total on Total number of heroes banned. <clears throat> uh, I picked... Shit, where was I? Uh, 81 to 90. Let me see. Uh, I picked 101 plus. Really? Again? Yeah. All right, I'm going to stick with my... They need to be banned one game, remember that. It's literally just any game. There okay, needs to be... you convinced me. So you're like, <laughs> bans over picks. I mean, I'm not saying this is out no, of the that's game. that's fine, it's fine. Okay, most combined total kills in the game, I took 91 to 100. That's a really long game in the current meta. Okay. Um, you're just going to copy? Yeah, no, okay. I, I trust you on this one. Okay. Uh, longest game of the tournament, 82 to 90. That's what I chose. I hope we cast that one. Uh, that's a long-ass time, by the way. That's 20 minutes with neutral items. I, that's really long. I'd be so hyped. I'd lose that's, my voice that game. Yeah. Shortest game, 15 to 20. Going to be some sort of ridiculous uber stomp and someone's going to GG out. Most kills by her in a game, 26 plus. Abed Storm. Really? 26 plus. That is going to be the game with 91 to 100. That's that's pretty risky, I think. But it has it's happened, I think, a couple of TIs now. All right. You right. made, you've convinced me okay. to go lower. Yep. Most deaths, 15 to 17. So no uh, no Malk Award? No Malk Award. That's a very, very, very rare rarity. And we don't have the Centaur from last week's question playing here. So. That's true. Um, they don't have to win, though, for this. They just need to die a lot. Most assists, I took 28 to 31. Sure. Um, this one's always tricky because you can have a really high kill of participation, then it's about how many of the ones do you get lasted on. Because then it's not an assist, right? Right. Like a category like that, you could argue should be highest kill participation. Because then it does then the last it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like maybe that would be interesting as well. GPM I took one K plus. It's one of the last two. That's gonna be an Alchemist game, and it's gonna either do exceptionally well or well. Okay. I unlocked so I picked... an achievement. Excellent. Oh, nice. Very good. You can look at the bracket predictions quickly. We're, these are coming up later. We might do this on our next episode, perhaps. I don't know when the next episode is, if we're going to find a time before playoffs. No, no, no. So, yeah, I should have mentioned this earlier. We're going to be doing it post-TI once we're okay. back home. So it's going to be a different schedule. This is going to be the pre-TI episode, and then we'll have the post. Yeah. So you will not see this on here, but obviously, once the brackets form, we have a pretty clear bias of how we think the upper bracket's going to go. Yeah, lower you, bracket is you have always any, a wild ride. Are the groups shown here at all? I don't think they show in game yet, uh, but we can look them up, right? Yeah. So I'll just go back to our normal screen then. High production value today, as we said, and now you can see both of us. Hello. Ti ten group stage. I have the groups here. So group A, okay. it's going to be Alliance, Evil Geniuses, Ig, Og. T1, Aster, Undying, Thunder Predator, and Virtus Pro. And Group B is Beast Coast, Elephant, Fanatic, PSG LGD, Quincy Crew, SG Esports, Secret, Spirit, and Vici Gaming. Let's predict top four for the tournament and see if they're split 2-2 two, two in the groups. 
Okay. How about that? So we both have LGD and EG. Yeah. They're in different groups. And I have VP. You have VP for the next one. And then probably just a Chinese team. What's your What's your fourth <laughs> team? Is it Aster? Is no, it Vici? Uh, Elephant? Maybe IG. Or IG. Yeah, those are the I'll options. I'll go with IG. Okay. Uh, IG and VP are in the same group. So that would be three from group A for you. Okay. I think I pick LGD, EG. And then when put on the spot, I will probably take... I have a good feeling about Elephant, actually. I'll take Elephant. Mm, yeah. And... Elephant has a sick-ass roster. Either OG fucking does it again and goes really deep or even wins. Or... Who else would it be in group one? Actually. <clears throat> I could see, I, honestly, I could see three Chinese teams in top four. That would not surprise me that much. I don't think T, T1 has been good this year, but I don't think this is going to be their tournament. They've been kind of meh lately. Yeah, lately hasn't been that good for them either. Um, uh, I might actually end up taking three from Group B. PSG, LGD, EG, Elephant, and... I always it. doubt OG, and I'm always fucking wrong. <laughs> well, uh, two years. Yeah, that's true. It's a small sample size. Yeah, I'll pick IG then. I think it's a 2-2 split. So who do you think is going out in the groups? Thunder oh, Predator. Wait a, no, wait a second. So we had we need to remember the whole COVID thing, right? So Aster, obviously, are the ones hit the hardest. Yeah. But depending on what happens with IG, this is obviously influencing the team. So maybe they're... I still think they can power through it. Let's, let's say those four. Okay. In no particular order, except LGD first. And who goes out? Uh, who goes bottom in the groups? Okay. Thunder um, Predator. So one choice. team from each group gets knocked out. I will pick Thunder Predator in group A. And in group B... Whew, that's a hard one to choose, actually. Uh, I think, again, just based on recent recency, I think SG. Um, I think Beast Coast might start in the upper bracket, actually. If they mm. if they catch their stride, like Beast Coast to me is clearly the best SA team right yeah. now, um, but that can obviously always just change over a couple of weeks. But in the last two tournaments we watched, they were clearly better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So I, I think SG in this group, uh, Dark Horse to get knocked out. Let's pick a second team that we think could get knocked out. Who do you think is going to get second last? Fnatic. Fnatic in Group B. Yeah. And in Group A. <sighs> This one looks so clear-cut, honestly. Uh, Dark Horse to go out. Yeah. Alliance. Alliance, okay. So you think Undying is going to do better than Alliance? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think I would pick Undying in Group A. Uh, I hope they do well, though. That would be great. Um, and in Group B, my Dark Horse to get knocked out. Dude, that's fucking hard, actually. Quincy crew. What? Yeah. What? But that needs to be the team I think gets second to last, right? They're so what? hard. Okay, so the thing about this that's so hard for me is that I can see Quincy get top four and bottom two. I don't think they mm. hit the middle, actually. Huh. I think either it's hot as fuck and they're going to be really good, mm. or they're going to get off to a bad start in the groups and not really recover. Possibly. The thing that's when you look at these groups and you're like Dark Horse, like the obvious Dark Horse choice here is probably Beast Coast, where a lot of people <laughs> are actually like, SA bad, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I think Beast Coast looked really good in the last tournament, and Qu Quincy to me is just a, a wild card. And again, it's another team I hope does really well and that I think can. But if I need to pick the second... Remember this. This is the second most likely team to get last. They're also one of the more likely teams to get top four. Does that make any sense? 
you know you, what I mean? You're basically saying they're they're not predictable. They're, they're very volatile. They're very polarizing for me. Okay. Basically, they're like either great or or lackluster. That's my that's my guess. Here. I feel like so. I so they're definitely my dark. I don't know why you feel that way because they've either been like amazing or middle of the pack. They haven't actually been bottom of anything. It's a fucking strong group though. They're both strong. Groups. The tournaments that you've been middle of the pack in, if you show up with that middle of the pack performance here, you probably get bottom three, right? These teams are really good, all of them. Yeah. Uh, the one wild card in this group, like we talked about, probably SG, right? But there is there is no free games here. I mean, there's, there's been no free yeah, games. there's been tournaments where South America shows up and they just shit on everybody. Like, yeah. Early yeah. on, especially, there's been yeah. like groups where SA just owns. Um, so, but I have. My fingers crossed for Quincy, especially obviously now with Kezu coaching, one of my good friends. I hope they do That's well. True. Um, so I, ho I hope I'm wrong about them being Dark Horse for last and that they place top four in the group. That would be that would be great for them. Um, but yeah, we I think neither of us expect them to get top two in the group, right? If they uh, place in the no. upper half, they get three, four. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They're going to be behind PSG LGD and for my pick, Elephant. I think Elephant, um, yeah. Elephant could definitely have a good run this yeah. TI. I think so too. And we didn't even talk about secret. I, I don't know what to think about secret. They're they're a wild card for me. One year of domination and then lackluster six months now. They're a more. different kind of wild card than Quincy because I think if secret has a bad showing, I still don't think they get last. No, that's true. and they don't get bottom two. Yeah. I just think a bad result for secret in this group is five six, um, but that is entirely possible. I I don't know where to place them yeah. um, at all. So that's honestly that's one of the really exciting things about TI is not just that all the teams are there playing each other, but also that they come in with like really varying strategies on a meta level of how to play pro Dota. Mm. Like some of these teams haven't played for three months, and others played like every tournament they could. LGD just well, they played with play a stand-in. Yeah, they yeah. even played with a stand-in. They just went and played all online tournaments they could. Right. Some teams are like, okay, we'd rather relax, take a break, train privately. LGD were just out there playing all their games. Right. Same for Spirit. They were playing anything they could get their hands on. Yeah. And there's been varying results over the years about which strategy has been better. Like, Wings played everything they could going into TI6, and they just owned. So, uh, they won BTS right before know, them. Teams that have been taking time off historically don't do well at TI, do they? Um, like, who took time off? Like, taking the original time, Taking time off is, is a big... is maybe the wrong way of looking at it, because I don't think they just go on a holiday for Easing months, right? up. They just play less tournaments. Easing up. Well, tournaments is one thing, but... Like, the original secret we've talked about this where they literally even scrim. Yeah, they don't want to get that any is, strats away. That is not. And they got dumpster. That is yeah. not a good strategy, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know how intensively the teams have been practicing and everything. But that was a previous exciting. level strat by, yeah, by Secret. That one did not work. So I'm assuming they did differently this year. But they didn't play the tournaments again. That's true. So what they've hopefully done for their sake is practice more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super cool, though. Uh, really exciting. I think. The thing I'm most confident about in all of this is that China is going to do really well this year. I I really I really think so. They historically do well at TI. I think but I think the, it's going to be extraordinary. The biggest wild card is the COVID situation. That is true. Like not just but Astro was not my favorite pick anyway from China right now. Fair enough. So and they're the ones hit the hardest. That's true. But, okay. But yeah. Okay. I cool. think that about wraps up the episode. Um. So yeah, this is the pre-TI10 edition. Like I said, we won't be doing the normal schedule until we're back home. That'll be the post-TI episode to come. Uh, but let us know in the comments and whatnot if you guys agree with our predictions and whatnot. Obviously, we will be casting the tournament. Yep. Um, anything else we missed, do you think? Well, we went through a lot. 
We did. So. I'm, we probably missed something, but either way, I'm excited to get started tomorrow. And yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. Until next time, Suns fans, Sundance Subs signing out. Subscribe. Goodbye. Bye. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Bye.